Hello. Hello. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't even <laughs> holding my microphone. <laughs> it's like I forget how to do this every time we do it. <laughs> I was just gonna talk to you on the phone. <laughs> so that's what we were gonna do. Is just talk. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome to the welcome conversations to... of two sisters not doing a podcast. And nope. I have strange I have story a strange podcast. Story podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, my cat meow right into yeah, the microphone. I'm curious how it's going to come. Um, okay, so the, yeah, this is the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. Did I call it the podcast? Mm. And this is an episode, mm-hmm. and I think it's episode 87 yeah. that we're on today. Yeah. Um, welcome to this rodeo. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Lily, no! <laughs> God damn. She stepped right on that thing. Okay. Um, announcements. <laughs> Did you have any announcements for us yeah. today? Oh, oh yeah. Stop. We're being very professional right now uh, because Lindsay's holding her mic <laughs> up to her mouth because we still haven't got that situated. Um, once again, you guys, Mm-mm. if y'all want to watch us talk about the podcast, uh, you can find us on YouTube. You can also see Lindsay's cat, Lily. You can hear my dog stomping and maybe see her. Um, mm-hmm. You might even be able to smell the farts that are coming through. Like, <laughs> my dog is farting really bad right now. So, you know, oh, that's what happens. Uh, yes, announcements. I have um, just the same thing I'm going to talk about that I talked about last time. We are still looking for um, submissions, episode submissions from our podcast friends, Um to do our fundraiser for the Black Justice, uh, the National Black Justice Coalition. Um, and I wanted to talk about one uh, podcast friends, friends, uh, who have donated their episode. They are called Haunts Are Us. And I listened to it and I can't wait to share it with you guys. It is so good. And I have found probably one of my new favorite podcasts. These ladies are so Aww. funny. Um, they talk about weird and spooky shit and, uh, and they cuss and they, they're just cool. They also have a really cool thing going on on their YouTube page. Like they do speed drawing. So you're entertained with like somebody drawing a picture that pertains to their, to their show. So it's really fun. I know. Like why can't either of us do something like that? I mean, I don't know. It's this is the most creative that you're going to get me from too me. like this is it you're lo- y'all are it. lucky this is it. that we showed up what the fuck does your shirt Anyways, say um it says um it says the muju division it, it says kaiju the kaiju division <laughs> <laughs> kaiju division uh japantown station this is the san francisco department of cryptozoology that's Isn't that cool? cool. Yeah. Oh, I have that sticker. Yeah. Yes. I bought this from a friend and I sent you half of the stickers that he sent me. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, anywho, so, so thank you, Hans or Us, for, for donating their episode. I think y'all are going to, uh, to really enjoy the one that they, they're letting us share. And then, uh, we're still making merch 
and um, just check it out on Instagram. Tell us if you like it or not. All purchases from now until August will go towards the National Black Justice Coalition. And I say that and I haven't even posted this merch yet, but I'm tr- like just pulling <laughs> the trigger is really tough for me. So I'm going to probably make, yeah. you know, create a Redbubble account or whatever, and that's how you're going to get it. However, if you want to get a, um, a T-shirt... The, uh, the Skinwalker t-shirt that Lindsay had on the last episode that was made by me. Limited edition. They're never going to be made again. Yep. Um, oh, then uh, send us a message. It doesn't matter where. And we'll, we'll get you one. And um, I'll put some, some pictures up so that you can see what each ones look like. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Let us know. And, yeah. So, just wanted to reiterate. We're going to do the national... Uh, we're going to donate all of our proceeds towards the National Black uh, Justice Coalition. They are a civil rights organization dedicated to the empowerment of black, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and same-gender loving people, including people living with HIV and AIDS. Um, their mission is to end racism, homophobia, um, and LBGTQ plus SGL bias and stigma. Uh, so, yeah. You can also donate through Anchor if you want to do that, or you can just go to their website and donate them yourselves in your own name. That didn't come out as smooth, smooth as I wanted it to. Yeah. It's a whole page of, um, announcement. I don't think I've ever had a whole page of announcement. Like all of our pets, our pets are ruining the show and I'm very sorry. Um, (laughs) she keeps stepping on the iPad. I can't (laughs) believe she hasn't stopped it. Oh my God. I know cats never do shit like that. Cats are usually They're so usually good. good. I know. They never knock shit off. They don't step on your keyboard and try to put their butt in your face. Like, this is just really strange behavior for your cat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she oh has to Oh, my lord. Yes. Yeah. So, I guess we can get on to this. On with this, unless you have anything else to I say. Guess... Do you have... I want to say I had no I had something else to say but I don't remember what it was now my dog just farted and I wonder if that's gonna be picked up it was really loud this cat just threw her body down this show is going real great she's rolling all around real great oh my god yeah um well gee I thought I had something to say but I guess I don't maybe maybe it'll come to you in a little bit that's it guess we'll get started with the stories yeah and stay for story time i have a story so it's episode 87 so i think that you tell your I story do. First. i do tell my story first that's the way it goes and it's the way it's always gonna go yes uh so my story is about a shadow entity interaction um okay yeah and this is kind of a different shadow person than i've ever heard of before so i'm very excited about it Um, So this story starts in 2005 with a little 14-year-old kiddo home alone in their bedroom playing some video games. They were playing Halo 2, um, in case anybody wants to know. I, yeah, anyways. Um, So they're in their own room, and their sister room sounds like it is, like, like right across from theirs. Um, And Mm -hmm. they are... And it sits at the end of a Y-shaped hallway. Um, so just a backstory a little bit. And I think that you're going to um, get some something. I don't know. 
you're going to have some feels. My hair is down now. That's okay. why. Just because I just can't stop. That's I'm fine. Sorry. You're going to get some feels from this. So okay. their sister's room always felt haunted. So it always felt like whenever you go in there, somebody was looking at them. It just felt cold and fucking off. And Lindsay, that was your room. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry, she almost stepped oh, on it again. Cats, man. Um, so if they were downstairs, they heard uh, bumps and thumps in an empty room upstairs and everybody remembers it being haunted except the sister that lived in that room if they bring it up they're like no you know she's like i don't know what y'all are talking about my room was never haunted and i think this part is interesting it's going to tie into to the last bit of it so this is cool so anywho okay. we're back to the 14 year old's room they're playing video games the door is open and their sister's door is open um, and out of the corner of their eye, they see this black purplish hand, um, this black pur- purplish hand, like weird mass, I guess, um, emerging from the doorway of their sister's room. And uh, I'm just going to quote them for a moment. They say, God damn it, I still get freaked out remembering this. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It was, like, made up of a black or purple void. That's kind of what they described it as. It's, like, what you see whenever you close your eyes really tight. So, naturally, this person was frozen in fear. And they just watched this shadow when another shadow appears higher up in the top of the doorframe and extends out. So, it's like it placed its hand on the doorframe and now it's leaning out to stare at them. Um... But things get weirder, and this part is harder to explain. Um, But as soon as they locked eyes with this entity, um, a single thought just flooded their mind. And it was, oh, it's the cat. That's just the cat. It's just the cat. It's just the cat. It's just the cat. That sounds good. It's fine. It's just the cat. And so... It's the meow meow. It's just the cat. Like, it just made sense. That the cat is yeah. in the door frame peering over at them without cat ears or whiskers or anything. But now it's a shadowy black figure. But it's just the cat. It's cool. Yeah. So he or they describe it as whenever you hear a strange no- noise and you get alarmed but you feel relieved when you figure out it's just your pet making a noise. Yes, I have been there. I do that for every single thing that I hear in my house that is weird. Yeah. yeah. It's just the pets. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, and yeah. usually it is. Um, this clearly was not the cat. <laughs> Obviously. So anyways, so, but this, this thing, whatever it was in his mind that was saying, like, it, everything is okay, it's just the cat, um, they were kind of calmed by this feeling. They were a little bit relieved, and, um, and he's... He's still looking at it, and still in his mind, they're just like, oh, it's just the cat, it's just the cat. But then they're kind of believing it at this point. Um, So the thing slowly retracts back into the bedroom, and the kid's going about playing Halo 2, feels calm, unfazed, but over the next few minutes, their wits start returning to them. And they're like, hold up a second. (laughs) That wasn't the cat. 
They're like, wait a second. <laughs> that wasn't the cat. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like, wait, what the hell was that? And so at this point, they're instantly, like, panicked. And they get um, this huge adrenal- adrenaline rush. They, in uh, and- the flight or flight, flight or fight response. And they bolt out of the room, not looking at their sister's room, um, grab the cordless phone from the kitchen, and run out the front door. And so they stand outside and they just frantically call their mom, begging her to come home. They're so scared they can't even look up at the house. And um, so mom gets home. They all look around and they didn't see anything. So the way they explain it to themselves is like, what I experienced was probably a hallucination. Maybe from playing video games, Mm. you know, from, I don't know, maybe being tired or whatever. Um, They've never had this type of experience again, but now they keep the door closed whenever they play video games. So, um, so yeah. So, I, this story is, is very interesting. I've never heard of a shadow person and, God, what is this, chicken or the egg thing? Which I think has been, deep, you know, verified by science. Um, but, like, was this the person's mind protecting them from a traumatic event? Or was this something projecting that thought into their head? You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about um, screen memories. Um so okay. screen memories, um, just the type, just like the blanket description or um, definition is a distorted memory, generally of a visual rather than verbal nature. Um, the term was coined by Sigmund Freud. Um, and then later writers have, have emphasized the element of a psychological trauma underpinning the, the screen memory. So, so it's something that your mind does to protect your yourself and you see that a lot in trauma with children um and and i got that source from wikipedia by the way so screen memories are also very common in um abduction cases or experiment cases it just depends on how i i don't not everybody likes the term abduction so um so whatever term (laughs) you prefer those experiences, uh, screen memories are. And in the case of Whitley Strieber in Communion, this is just an example, um, at one part of his story, he was in his cabin with his friends in the woods. Um, They all wake up and there's like fucking light outside. It's swirling around. There's all this weird imagery. And as soon as they get up, everybody's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Whitley goes, the roof is on fire. And he knows that it's not on fire. Like, there's nothing. And he, and like everybody just comes out and he's like, the roof is on fire. And then, and he doesn't know why he's saying that. And then he, he, like everybody calms down. He's like, oh, wait, I guess it's not. Everybody goes back to bed. And, and then the next day, whenever they talk about it, like nobody really knows what to say or even acknowledges what happened the night before to some degree. Yeah. Um, there's another where, um, uh, he had a visitation and some pr- pretty b- bad things happened to him, but he just awoke with the memory of seeing an owl and he knows that he hadn't seen it. 
So it was, that was, this is kind of um, a representation of a screen memory. And once again, is it your mind helping you to protect you from the traumatic things that you've seen? Or was it something else that put that memory in there so that you would forget what you're seeing? Yeah. You know, honestly, I don't really think our brain cares about us emotionally enough to do something like that. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I mean, it does. I, I think it does for children. A lot for children. That's what I was mm-hmm. going to say. But I, I also think that children are very, um, what's it? It's like they're invincible. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, um, because of maybe not compre- fully comprehending what's happening, they are capable of just dropping some of those memories and just completely like going away Uh I don't really you know Mm -hmm. what I mean um and I think it's coupled with not understanding what's happening Mm -hmm. um and then just being invincible and moving on from whatever had happened yeah um yeah it's I don't think our brain our brains don't care about us emotionally brains are logical and technical and they're just doing what they're supposed to do to keep us alive that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. we created emotions right oh my god this is getting really deep yeah um but then no no no, I like it I think it's (laughs) I think it's a great conversation because that I hadn't even thought about it that way I do think though that whenever so like especially for children and I'm just gonna I'm just going to give this an example I used to listen to who was that sex therapist at night um Dr. Ruth no he was a dude um Dr. Ruth I'm just kidding <laughs> he was on was he on 101x yeah, at yeah. night and he would yeah. Dr. Drew he has white hair Dr. Drew Dr. Yeah. Drew all I had to say was doctor and you knew Drew. who it was, it was yeah. Dr. Drew. Yeah. yeah he's a really nice guy I really like I mean I guess I don't know I don't know if he's a really nice guy or oh, not, okay. um, but I just I used to listen to him. So I would, uh, I worked overnight for a short period of time at a orthopedic hospital, and on my way home, I would listen to Dr. Drew because that's all that was on um, the radio. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any way to listen to any podcasts or anything back then. But anyways, um, he got a question from um, a couple who uh, they caught their child. And whenever I say caught, like, the kid didn't get in trouble for this. But the, but the kid was watching pornography. And it was okay. their own pornography. Um, it was their parents. And they walked in, they saw them, and they, they didn't make it a big deal. They just turned it off. And they were like, um, you know, we need to talk about this. And he's like, Mom... She she was sucking on a, a lollipop. And to me, that's kind of a screen memory for a child. They're processing something that they don't understand into something that they do understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I think that that goes back to my point of them not comprehending what yes. it is. All they can comprehend is because clearly there was some fellatio going on. Clearly. Um, clearly. And he didn't understand that what that was because he's not a sexualized yes. person yes. yet. And so he couldn't comprehend what it was. And so he was like, well, the, what you suck on is ice cream or lollipops right. or whatever. Yeah. So I don't even, so when I think of screen, I just think of it as being like a protective measure, but I don't think it's protective. It's really just trying to figure out what the fuck that is. Okay. 
Okay. I see what you mean. See what I mean? I do see what you mean. Yeah. That wasn't a screen. Mm-hmm. That was just the child processing what they can, what they saw That's, into what they yeah. understand that they saw. Okay. So what do you mm-hmm. think of screen memories for adults? You must think that that's a paranormal thing then, right? I do. Yeah. I would think it would be more paranormal than anything else. Okay. Unless it really is something that an adult couldn't comprehend. But the majority of adults, like our brains are formed. Yeah. And we retain those memories mm-hmm. and we we can figure out and deduct what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. right? Um, so I don't know. I would like to think it's more paranormal unless like you've lived somewhere and you're having an experience you've never experienced before and you don't understand what it is. And so you just try to say, well, kind of like if you, if, if the Mayans came and visited us now mm-hmm. and we were all mm-hmm. dead, they would be like... They had these things that had four wheels and they were all parked in front of this huge place that said Walmart and that must be their God. Right. And they would take these special things there and they all died there, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like that's the only way they would be able to figure out what it was. Yeah. I don't know what my point is here. Yeah. You're still talking about us not being able to comprehend things as an adult, but you're suggesting, you know, people from a different time, they would not understand what a Walmart Mm -hmm. was. And so in order for them to comprehend or not even, or just for it to make sense to them, that's the way that they would describe it because they, they, they're describing what they see. Right. So they have to see things through their lens. Mm -hmm. So kind of like with us, and we go, like, archaeologists go back and we look at shit. We say, well, they use this for water. We don't fucking really know they use that for yeah. water. We're just deducting and putting information together. We don't really know they used it True. for water. Yeah. We don't really know what we breathe is called oxygen. We fucking gave it that mm-hmm. name. I <laughs> mm-hmm. had this whole conversation, like, two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, this world's crazy. I was like, it's, we don't even know it's oxygen. Know this. Like, how do we know the plants really spit it out? I, <laughs> I was like, we're just told that. We're just told to believe it. So I'm kind of on a roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right I now. had a conversation with my husband one time at the park. I was like, did you know that gravity is a theory? <laughs> he's like, it is. Yeah. He's like, it's a law. It and I said, no, it's a theory. We can't, uh, we can't prove anything. We can't. We tangibly we don't know where gravity comes from. And he's like, No, it's a law. And then I looked it up and he's like, Technically, it's a theory and a law. And I was like, Oh fuck. I'm not as smart as I thought I was. The law of gravity. The law and theory of gravity. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We both just got the same text <laughs> message, I think. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. Look at this cat. I she's know. like, she's, shut up. She's done with this show already. She's she's like, I'm going to make you stop talking about this. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. Oh. 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 Things are getting oh. things are getting weird over on Lindsay's side. Her cat is pushing oh. away her microphone. Oh. Yeah. Golly. Anyways. So anyways, that's still, it's fucking cool though. It's, I mean, Mm -hmm. we don't know, but I would think it's more paranormal. Well, the way that you put it, I mean, the way that you, you just, you explained it, you know, it, it does make me lean more towards paranormal that those thoughts were, were placed also circling back to the sister saying like my house, my room was not haunted and everybody else was like, fuck yeah, it was haunted. Maybe it's because she also received 
screen memories or um yeah. yeah so it wasn't so you don't think it was her mind protecting her or brushing things off i mean i guess you can't really Here's tell the deal yeah we don't yeah. know i mean that's the thing so that's the whole point of our show yeah. right like i have never experienced a screen memory that i'm aware mm-hmm. of so i'm saying well no i think it's this and this and yeah. this because i'm piecing together yeah. what i think it could be uh-huh. right so very well i mean it could be and that's the point of the show. I was like, if anybody has a screen memory that we know for sure to share, please. <laughs> we'll, we'll listen to your screen memories, too. Did you see yes. her pop up? <laughs> fucking ruin this show. Yeah, this is, this what is a like, fucking this shitty is, thing for me to do. This is like, this is, I'm just going to put a, a disclaimer, not one of our best episodes. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much pet interaction going on right now. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it's not just you. It's really cute. Oh, gosh. You guys need to check this oh, out on YouTube if one. you haven't yet. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Audible has some books on screen memories. Possibly. Yeah. And if you don't know what Audible is, well, even thinking about how you were like, yeah, you listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many of our listeners used to fucking listen to the radio, man. But that's like we fucking eat, slept and breathe. What is happening on your end? (laughs) Go on. Wasn't trying to. Anyways, go on. Um, anyways, so we like used to listen to the radio, blah, blah, blah. Now people listen to like streaming, like, you know, Spotify or Pandora or whatever. Um, but also with audible you can listen to all sorts of like books or podcasts or anything else like it's another platform that's pretty freaking cool to listen to and and experience different things um i use audible usually to read books and i still call it reading books because it is you're still digesting and learning something new it has everything that goes along with reading books right but you just don't have to look at the words because that's fucking boring and now we can listen to the words and (laughs) If you're actually interested, uh, Rebecca and I have a free 30-day trial for you with Audible, if you'd like it. It's at um, audibletrial.com slash strange story. Check it out. Listen to books. Listen to podcasts. Listen to other things that you're interested in uh, for free for 30 days. And just use the link I told you about, audibletrial.com slash strange story. My cat's biting me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Well, screen stories yeah. or screen memories. Yeah. They could happen. They could totally happen. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, person that I got this from. Yes. Sorry. There's I have a, a story. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's been, I mean, it's just, now she's thrown her body on me. I don't know. Okay. Well, I have a story from a listener named Heidi. Yay, Heidi. Yes, and this, it's about Ouija boards. Waja boards. Huia. Huia. Hua. Huia. Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know anyway, why so I put story, a hua. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we went back and forth with that. I wish I could pan over and you could just see my cat laying here right now. And I, I can't, but that's fine. Um, so this story comes to us from Heidi whenever she was a teen. So when she was a freshman in high school, she was about 14. 
she went to stay the night with a friend. Those are fun experiences to have. Um, so her friend lived on the outskirts of town. And just for you to like mentally think about what it would look like. So, you know, it's out kind of on this deserted road. And on one side, um, there's a railroad track on this road. And the other side is just fields. And the fields go all the way behind this house, too. So it's like really like out in the boonies, as some people say. Um, And then it's a three-story house. And it just has fields all behind it. And, like, a three-story house is pretty cool. I've never really – you don't encounter – no, you encounter those a lot where you are. Mm -hmm. Y'all have a basement. You have another part. And then you have another part. That's three stories, Mm -hmm. folks. Anyways. um, So, while they're together, they decide that they want to play with a Ouija board. These young girls who are – inexperienced and probably haven't done any research or listened to our podcast to know what to do with the Ouija board. Let's see how it goes for them. (laughs) So they started to ask it all sorts of questions. And one of the questions Heidi asked was how many kids was she going to have? And it said three. She asked later how many, you know, what the gender of the kids is going to be. And it said uh, two boys and one girl. And she verified that's exactly what she <gasps> thought had, by the way. Whoa, cool. that is yeah, cool. Right? I know. Lily. Oh, my God. She's chewing on my pen. Don't chew on my pen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So the Ouija board, um, they're talking to it. It makes some predictions. I don't know how many years later she knew the predictions were true. Um... So they keep asking questions, and then all of a sudden, her friend starts talking in a different voice. It's a deep, creepy male voice, Um, and it's fucking terrifying. And she doesn't understand what's happening, and she just says her, her friend's name over and over and over and keeps telling her to come back. Um, and... She says that probably about after a minute, but it seemed much longer than that, her friend finally came back. They're terrified. I know. Um, She asked her if she knew what happened. Like, did she recall what happened? And her friend was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. None of that happened. I wasn't calling. You know, I wasn't in a using a different voice. All of those things. Um, So they start to panic. They grab the Ouija board, they run downstairs, they run out the back door, and they go to the garage. And the garage has like a burn barrel. Um, For people who don't know, I mean, when you live in the country, sometimes you'll have big barrels to burn your trash because you don't have trash service. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) Anyways, so some people burn trash, okay? And so they ran downstairs, they put it in this big barrel, and they just fucking light it on fire. They're fucking done with it. They don't want anything to do with it. And they stand there, and they watch it burn for, like, five minutes to make sure that this fucker is, like, you know, gone. So finally, they go upstairs. They turn the corner um, into the room. They enter it, and they see the Ouija board is sitting in the middle of the room, unburned, completely intact. No. Yes. Oh, no. This is an and evil Ouija board. And so that's Ouija where the board. story ends. Oh, yeah. No. Okay, so but here's the deal. So this is what I'm talking about. And, Becky, you've given some history on the Ouija board, and you've given advice before. Mm-hmm. So for, for new listeners, or for anybody else, um, just some tips about a Ouija board. Don't just don't mess with it. But <laughs> if you're going to, <laughs> so that's something like this is totally up your alley because you'll play with the Ouija board and I will not, mm-hmm. I won't do right. it. I'll totally um, do it. anyways, 
these are the things that you need if you're going to play with the Ouija board. You need a fucking Ouija board. And then you need a planchette. Um, you need candles, preferably white candles. By the way, they symbolize purity and they also are typically used for prayer. Um, you need a pentacle. Is that what it's called? The thing that you you go back pendulum. and forth. Pentacle. Is that a pendulum? Mm-hmm. What's a, a pentacle is a star, yeah. right? Okay. Well, I didn't mean it's that. Okay. I meant a pendulum. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need it so that you can do a spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then you need friends. So those are the things that you need if you're going to um, use the Ouija board. So I talked about needing a pendulum to say prayer. And it, it doesn't have to be a real long, drawn-out prayer. It can be something very simple, and it can be something that... Um, you only wish to speak to good spirits and only good spirits are welcome. And so before you start with the Ouija board, you would all say this to make sure that it was a safe place. Right. And then you start the Ouija board by saying hello. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to tell them hello and, and welcome them. So then you ask them questions. Um, if things start to feel scary, um, or, uh, uncomfortable, because if you think that there's a bad spirit or something, you know, just really uncomfortable happening, you need to end the game and it's referred to as a game. Yeah. You need to cut it off. You don't need to go forward anymore. Um, but you need to officially end it. So that means you need to say goodbye on every Ouija board. There's a hello and a goodbye and they're there for a reason. It's for opening and ending. So you need to go to goodbye. You need to fucking end it and you need to close whatever window or portal that you could have opened. Um, if you do not, and if you all run and scatter, you're leaving a portal open and whatever it is that's making you uncomfortable or seems bad, well, it's still going to be there. So you've opened it and left it. So you have to close it. You also can't destroy a Ouija board for the same ebbing reason. (laughs) 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 Because after they got up and you ran to burn it, you left that window open. And so that could have been why it ended up back upstairs is because whatever that uncomfortable experience was that happened, well, it's still stuck around. Yeah. And that's why. So if you're going to play with the Ouija board, which number one, just don't. But if you do, follow my simple steps and it can be a safe, fun experience. Dun, da, da, da. Yeah. Also, try not to do it at your house if possible. And I don't, so I don't know where else you would do that. So going to a park or You can go to a park. A you graveyard. can go to a graveyard. You can go to a school. You can go to a... You can go downstairs outside your apartment to the little picnic table, but by the dog park. <laughs> There's all sorts of places, Becky. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I mean, don't do it right now because we're supposed to be social distancing, but eventually, eventually, these are the places that you can mm-hmm. do it. Um, I would also yeah. just maybe suggest like a... Um, like uh, protecting yourself and and your your friends that are doing this by even imagining like you know some sort of um, light or protection sphere around you and you can broaden that to mm-hmm. your to your friends and stuff like that so that is something and I think that this isn't this is an interesting case because typically right like Ouija boards are just fun. Like, during mid-century and shit, they were just for being silly. Mm -hmm. 
in and I feel like that's the case for or not even silly but just something fun to do with your friends and family um Mm -hmm. I think that maybe in this case that board was fucking haunted yeah it could have been um could have been something in the house already yes yes that they conjured up you conjure up yeah um I don't know, but a part of me also goes back to, and I think I spoke about this whenever we um, talked to the woman, um, when we interviewed her who had the haunted dolls. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I had mentioned that there was, I'd seen all those YouTube videos of people saying, show yourself. And then once it does Mm -hmm. that, the people run and they're scared. So this is what I would say. Like I would visit haunted places, but I wouldn't say show yourself. I would be like, this is haunted. This is allegedly what happened. This is the space, but I would never beckon or call for something to come. Cause I know it would scare me. Right. right? So if you're going to fuck with a Ouija board, you better not get fucking scared and run <laughs> off. Like you've got to fucking stay there and put on your panties and just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't run off and do those things because it could go horribly right. wrong. Right. And and there, I mean, you can let something shitty in just like, you know, what she said, mm-hmm. she adopted that terrible doll that possessed her. And that's sounds like that's kind of what happened to her friend, um, yeah. you know, and she wasn't able to do anything about it, but she did have a friend that was able to take care of it. So also you might need somebody else outside of your friend's to to take care of this type of situation especially since it fucking came back yeah. like i am just blown away <laughs> oh well, and awful. i think my point was is that usually people do it to have fun and then it's not fun yeah. and like people whenever you go into haunted spaces or doing those things it it could turn out not to be fun and you need to be prepared for it like you know what i mean yeah i would I just know. say go into it um with uh respect i think that we we often yeah. say that is to be respectful, you know, don't be provoking. And I mean, I think that's what some people want is that experience where they're, they're afraid and then they get out and they run and they're, you know, they got the cameras on their face and like, Oh my God, that happened. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's our interpretation of <laughs> ghost hunters. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe try something different. And I'm not, because I don't think that all haunted places are are haunted with bad spirits or bad entities. You know, if you go into somebody's house and you're like, show yourself, and they're like, fuck you, dude. I never asked you to come yeah. in here. So be polite. Even ask permission to come inside. Bring a gift. Tell them that I'm just here. If you, you know, if you want to communicate, if you have anything that you would like to say, then I am listening um, if you want me to leave, then then tell me to leave. You know, yeah. just like going into somebody's house, you don't just walk in. You're, you're invited yeah. or you ask. It's crazy. Yes. However, <laughs> we've all done this. <laughs> Broken into somebody's house? No, like stuff that like you and I played with Ouija oh, boards yeah. when we were younger. But it's because yeah. like we just didn't. I don't know. We, I mean, there, we, we don't read it. the rules whenever you're a kid. And, yeah. um, and, and our parents buy them for us and say, here Here's you go. Here's a Ouija board. <laughs> have fun summoning the yeah, devil. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll do that then. Um, but yeah, just, 
uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't have any suggestions for any kids. It's Russian roulette, baby. Like, you're going to get something bad to come into your house and you have to deal with it or yeah. you're not going to get anything uh-huh. at all. So, yeah. yeah. I bet a lot of people just sit there. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that whenever yeah. we played with it, somebody was pushing that board. We just faked it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just pushed it. We just pushed it. I don't even remember what we asked or what we... I don't remember any of that. Oh, Nothing ever it was, really oh, wait, happened. Who am I going to marry? How many kids am I going to have? That's all that matters in life. Is there somebody here yeah. that wants to When am I going to gonna get married? Who's going to love me forever? What's the name of the man who's going to marry me? I mean, me? like the... Just this quest, the general questions of a Ouija board <laughs> is some little girl, 13 or 14. Who am I going to marry? Is it going to be John in high school? Like, or yeah. Joshua? You know, I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know who you've asked. No, and all the spirits are sitting around. They're like, you dumb little I know. Like, like, I don't see the we thought we were going to to come out. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, that's what I was thinking when I was first reading Heidi's story. I was like. Maybe it was like a family member who came to visit and her family was like, I know how many kids you're going to have. You know what I mean? I was like, that's that sweet. Is cool. But I mean, and it could have been, mm-hmm. it could have been something like that. And then another spirit yeah. came along. But yeah, because you have no control over that. It's just going to come through. Whatever wants to come through will come through. Whew, unless you do that. You could also put salt around your circle too. That may help a little yeah. bit because they like sugar and not salt. <laughs> Because they have to count every single grain of salt before they come in and fuck with you. <laughs> before they can come through? Yeah. Well, oh, that hurt my heart. Oh, that hurt my heart when I laughed like that. <laughs> um, anyways, I hope to have some more existential crisis type kinds of conversations coming up about like, we don't even know what's oxygen. It just, that's its name. What's a tree? What's a shoe? I mean, it has been something else. Well, I'm glad that you have been able to have these conversations. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> it's not fun whenever you're talking to somebody who's so fucking logical that they shut you down. Because I've been there. <laughs> it's oxygen. Yeah. It's just oxygen, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but like, why? <laughs> but it's like clear. Did we take a sample of it? And run it through the and it element oxygen. machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just made it all up, dude. Yeah, we did just make it all up. Our whole reality is made up. Society is made up. Everything is made up. Nothing is real. Everything is fake. Nothing matters. Oh, have you heard about that? Um, I, I can't remember exactly what it is. There, I think that they are... Um, monks from like Lhasa or uh they're monks from from somewhere uh where's what what is um okay. what is that place called where it's very thailand yeah and what's that other where place uh, that um you know bangkok okay no it's know. not bangkok but it, it's probably somewhere in okay. thailand it's it's in Lhasa. i uh-huh. wish i could remember the place it's a very holy place where the dalai lama lives i think those are the monks okay. or it might be some other monks um but they are like everything is an illusion. Like your your world is how ho- is however you create it, and so. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to yes, to some degree, for me, that's hard to to wrap my head around. Like, yeah, I I create problems for myself, one hundred percent true by 
placing myself into to a certain situation and that's that's my problem but then like to say like reality is doesn't even exist this is all just I don't know what it is that's very hard for me to understand that to be like well my phone is solid and so is my notebook and I can paper cut myself like how is this not real explain Mm -hmm. that to me um (laughs) I look at it more as everything has been created for us okay like everything is a creation like I said society is a creation culture is a creation Mm um our um economy was created Mm -hmm. right it just didn't exist we created and we named everything um and so that's why everything is a social construct as humans we we created and we named things like in front of me is a dresser Mm -hmm. we called it a dresser because we named it after we made it yeah right and so yeah it's all made up and we get to live what we want to live and in the reality that we want to live in okay I see. I don't know if that makes, if that's any more, I, th- I look at it more um, philosophically than I do like literally. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And like you create your own world, you create your own space and your own reality. Mm-hmm. And so like, I want to sell all my shit and I want to get a schoolie and live in a schoolie and travel the U S and because I also was watching the news and they're talking about how travel now to other countries is completely a new game and everything has changed. Yeah. Number one, U.S. citizens aren't really going to be welcome anywhere because the way that we reacted to coronavirus. Don't know how long that's going to go on. Number two, all these airlines are having to shut down. Yeah. And so now we're going to have like a dictatorship over the airlines and they get to create their own prices. We may never get to leave the country again. Great. Like it's crazy crazy and it's crazy airline tickets the world for, is completely for changing. japan is really cheap right now and i was like uh, <sighs> i don't are we allowed to get, i don't are know. u.s citizens welcome i don't in japan? know i don't know that yet lots I of don't places know if we now. are and i don't think yeah. we are anywho yeah. anyways oh my god this hasn't <laughs> even been a paranormal podcast today like there's been some like we dropped a little bit yeah in, we're like but... oh, somebody saw some kind of shadow entity but let's talk about <laughs> screen memories <laughs> you know there is a ouija board anyways what's oxygen (laughs) yeah this has been this has been the b movie episode of (laughs) of all of our episodes yeah things just i think it's just all the pet interaction it just kind of distracts distracted me my dog's farting the whole time and I'm afraid y'all are going to hear her fart and think that it was me, but it was not. <laughs> Anyways. And I cut my bangs and that's completely throwing me off because then I was like, I'm going to put in a ponytail and then I'm like, it looks like shit. And then I took it down. And I just can't. This is just the way of the world right now. We're, we just don't know what to do. It is. Don't know mm-hmm. what to talk about on mm-hmm. our own show anymore. But anyways. Um, no. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. I mean, we appreciate the stories. Mm-hmm that were sent to us it's awesome they're great conversation starters be careful with your ouija boards folks follow my five simple tips and you should be safe yeah does it seem like a commercial when i do that i was trying okay um (laughs) and if anybody else would like to share their stories with us please do by sending them to i have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to read them just like heidi did shout out yay heidi 
Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, subscribe, rate, and review yeah. us. Yeah, my turn. Um, subscribe, rate, and review mm-hmm. us. And uh, if you do leave us a review, please leave us a nice review and uh, take a snapshot of it. Send it to our email address with your physical mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. Um, if you want to mail us something, we're not doing that right now. So, so just don't do that. And um, if you are a podcast and you would like to donate an episode for the month of August to um, to run our anchor ad on it, so we can make one penny for every listen, so that we can donate all of the money that we've we've accumulated thus far um, to the National Black Justice Coalition. Uh, get in touch with us. I still haven't sent an email out to our podcast friends yet, so be on the lookout. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I have a question before yes. we go. Is that Jeff Goldblum <laughs> in a picture back it there? It sure is. Do you mean to do? You mean to... <laughs> <laughs> that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. What... Where did you get that? <laughs> okay, so that's from Atomic Pixies. They are um, they're a group of artists here in Denver, and I've seen them many times at the um, the Pride Fest. And the last time that I saw them, I bought that print. And I bought bought some other prints, and I've I've bought a shit ton of cryptid buttons from or pens. They're so cool. Um, I'll take a picture of it and and put it in our at the end of our um, episode, and maybe I'll post it. It's just really long, so it's kind of hard to get a good photo of it. But yeah, it's so now the yeah. whole world knows I kind of have a crush on Jeff Goldblum, um, and that's the picture of him from Jurassic Park, and it says life will find a way. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. I always talk about you when when Jeff Goldblum. If anyone's around me, I'm like my sister has yeah, a crush that's, on him. That's <laughs> is what I all tell my friends. Are, they tag me but in pictures been, and yeah. It's been since you were a teen. I know. Like it's not a recent no. thing. Like you've liked him since he was in Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Probably it's the same that. thing with Keanu Reeves. Like I'm an old school Keanu Reeves lover. Yeah. You're old, old school. school. You're OG. Yeah. I don't have any of those things. I don't have any crushes on. I never had a crush on a celebrity. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's the tits, Lindsay. I don't know what to say about that. That's something. <laughs> well, <laughs> bless your okay. heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we've already done our outro. Might as well say bye. Bye. <laughs> don't rate this one. <laughs>